Welcome to the start of season two, episode six of the Illustrated Agile podcast. My name is Len Lagesty, and over these next four episodes, we're going to dig into how organizations struggle with the need and the speed of change. As we all know, it's a crazy, fast-paced world, and it's only going to get faster, so the fittest organizations are the ones who can thrive in these changing environments. While I'm really excited to jump into this season, I must also admit I was a bit hesitant to get this going as this topic of change and how organizations handle their need to change is so personal and sometimes raw. I shared the story at the beginning of the blog post about just how personal change can be. So as leaders, organizational coaches, change agents, and teammates, and just fellow humans for that matter, uh, we need to understand deeply understand the personal nature of change. So this season called Change in a Changing World, I know not uh, not very creative, will be all about how we can introduce change resilience into organizations in such a way where people not only participate in change or are a product of change, but are strengthened by it. And we can do this in a very natural way. So this first blog post and podcast episode is titled Change or Else, and the origin of this post comes from a previous post three years ago when I talked about how a leader in an organization actually fired someone on a conference call. This call was recorded and the transcript was later published. It wasn't pretty, but the gist of the message this leader was giving to everyone on the call was to change or else leave the company. There's a link in the blog and show notes if you want to go back and actually take a look at that. Additionally, though, I think the title Change or Else is appropriate because whether forced or otherwise, we all need to change or else deal with the consequences of stagnation or being trapped in an unhealthy organization or purposeless career. Now, we have all witnessed or we have personally been impacted by how an organization responds to change. We could have been part of an organization that just wouldn't change and showing up every day was a bit painful and discouraging. Or we were part of a change event when we have to change or else. You know, I've been in a room when someone said, get on board or get out. You know, it was legendary. People talked about it for months, but nothing really changed. When I wrote the blog post I mentioned earlier, I took an online poll. There's a poll at the very end of the post. And those who responded said they would never be inspired by an ultimatum. Uh, Or we've attempted to bring change into an organization as a change agent or a coach and tried to instill change almost through brute force. So let's talk about these typical responses to the need to change. The first being, let's just ignore it. Everyone knows when something isn't quite right within the culture, but financial demands, short-term fire drills, or individual interests keep the organization from moving and people slowly begin to rot. What pains me the most, and I'm serious, this is what pains me the most uh, with what I do, is when I'm sitting across from someone who has lost their passion for their work. I can't begin to tell you how many times I've encountered people just like this. And usually, and usually, not because of anything they have done themselves. Now for some, the individual needed to change as well. This isn't an everyone needs to change but me kind of victim mentality. But for most, you can see the glimmer in their eye. The passion was there at one point, but they were the product of a system that just wouldn't change. Old school leadership, the thick walls of silos, heavy and burdensome processes, 
deep in political hierarchies, antiquated and complex architectures. This list can go on and on. So people just give up. I'll just put my head down, stay out of the line of fire, and mark time. And this may work for a while, and people will probably start leaving, but for those who stay, eventually a change event will come barreling down. And when a change is demanded of an individual or a department or a whole organization, it usually isn't pretty. I wrote in the blog post how it could be treated as an event or an announcement or a mandate, but often uses the phrase, I need or I want from the person doing the demanding. This happens with Agile sometimes. You'll hear leaders say, I need us to be Agile. I want us to be Agile like this other company. Or I want the entire organization to work in an Agile fashion. And a quick sidetrack for the Scrum Masters listening in. Have you ever said, I need everyone to update their tasks in Jira by the end of the day? Or whatever tool you're using, version one or rally. But that is a demanded change. Your ecosystem is broken. So you should start digging into why. You know how I feel about you guys, but words are important. Anytime the words I need are spoken, it may be a sign of a broken ecosystem. And so you should look at maybe some opportunities for coaching within your team and to look at how your system is working and functioning. But we've all been a part of demanded change in small ways, like the example I just gave with the Scrum Masters, or in big ways. And over time, the workforce becomes numb to them. And the spikes in change energy become little blips. But more than that, the workplace becomes frozen in fear and the chance of sustainable change just dwindles away. While it's easy to identify when change is demanded and see the impact of it, it's often a traumatic event. Change through willpower will bring about deeper issues in my opinion. Attempting to push change on people who aren't ready for it could cause just as much damage as a demanded change. Sadly, this is how many agile transformations are undertaken. Just pop a framework or methodology on top of your deep-rooted issues and all your problems will be solved. I've seen it over and over again. And I must admit, and this actually pains me to say, but this is probably how you could define my approach to Agile and introducing change early in my career. But when you attempt change through willpower or through brute force, it will oftentimes just feel worse. I've given the uh, analogy quite a few times, and those who I've, I've coached who are listening to this, whoever you are, uh, I've probably heard this before, but uh, when you watch a documentary and you see two icebergs and they start hit running into each other and they, they, they clash and you hear the kind of this horrible gnashing sound, that's the sound you get when you overlay agile or a, a new change or some new culture on top of an existing or broken or dysfunctional culture. So not only will you have a fearful organization because they know another change event will need to happen, but you will have a tired workplace because willpower is finite. At some point, all the people doing the pushing run out of energy and change falls flat. So instead of ignoring, demanding, or willing change into existence, let's do the hard work, the really hard work of creating a kick-ass culture where people are so inspired they can't wait to show up to work. And the organization is so ready for change, it feels like they're five or 10 years ahead of anyone else. I know it feels like a pipe dream, but I believe it's possible and I've seen it. Hopefully you will join me for the next three posts and podcast episodes as we talk about building an organization where change is natural. It's like breathing. We know it's important, we know it needs to happen, but we don't even think about it when change is wrapped up into how we do work every day. 
And some days we'll need to work really hard at it. So we'll need to take moments to recover and see where we are and orient around where we need to go next. So we'll talk about natural cycles of change and how we could use them to heal and regain our energy to continue to take on this crazy and ever-changing world. I'm looking forward to continuing this journey with all of you. I'm so grateful for all of you out there working hard to build better workplaces all around the world. Reach out to me at podcast at illustratedagile.com. I want to hear how you're doing. I want to see how healthy you are. I want to hear some of your stories. I want to hear uh, what's going on in your world. So until next time, when we will talk about simple rules and bird flocks. Yes, you heard me right. Bird flocks. This is the Illustrated Agile Podcast.